This week on the podcast, 10 more games that may or may not have been overshadowed at E3. Also, Roger Riott, public apology to Todd Howard. You're not getting it. the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games and assorted Michiganians' opinions about those video games. My name is Dan Allen. I am your person today. Uh, on July 7th, 2019, 7-7, I am joined by Nicholas Cartier. I am not your person. He's not. He's also a person, but not necessarily your person, uh, and also well-known person. Friend of the person cast, Roger Riot. Hello. Roger Round Robin Riot. <laughs> uh, we were trying to think of nicknames earlier. Uh, Roger Red Red Rover Redo. That was so stupid. <laughs> Why would you have to call for a redo in Red Rover? We don't know. Uh, these are the kind of things we're digging into today on the podcast. First off, how you boys doing today? Doing good? Doing pretty good. That's all right. How would you describe the weather right now? Beautiful. Not humid. It's kind of per. It's maybe it's because it's been shit. <laughs> it's been weirdly like okay, like at best okay for yeah. three weeks. I don't know if anything above eighty five is ever okay. <laughs> it's like when it wasn't really weirdly humid, it was raining, um, or my power pole was snapping, or it was windy. Was that a euphemism? No. <laughs> <laughs> My power glove was ripping. Uh, also a euphemism. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're talking video games this week. You guys believe that? You guys believe we're still far enough away from E3? We didn't talk about E3 last week, Cartier. What did we do? Uh, we killed Pokemon. We killed Pokemon for the third time ever. We took a whole generation of Pokemon. Killed, killed them. Erased them from existence till there was only one left. Feel free to go back and listen to that episode. I don't want to spoil what one was the remaining. But... It's a juicy one, Roger. Let me tell you, you weren't there. Let me tell you, it's a juicy one. Uh, who who is who is the second last Pokemon you killed? Really good question. I have no problem letting people know who the second place one was if I could remember. Cartier, do you know? Oh, I do remember. It's a good one. Yeah, it's Breloom. Breloom. <laughs> <laughs> made it made it too deep. We would have yeah. felt bad with the Breloom victory. I was trying to get him to like. Live. I was trying to save him. <laughs> Good times. Uh, no corrections this week. Gonna, I have, obviously have to wait for Kyle to be here to update everyone on Fantasy Critic because I have to let him know I'm beating him by one point. Uh, until those things, Roger, <laughs> until that time, it's time for the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history, which is This Week in Gaming. The twig. The sweet piece of the tree known as the twig. Um... Quick question before we begin. Do you think that a twig only exists once it's off the tree? Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it's just a tree. Right, right. So it, w- it would have to be separate from the tree to be the twig. Yes. So when, like, when does a twig become a branch? Mm-hmm. When does a branch become a twig? Well, a branch never becomes a twig. But a twig becomes, it a, becomes a stick. Oh. A branch becomes a stick. 
This week in gaming, <laughs> uh, per tradition, as we casually talk about what we played this week, I have to ask Kyle, Kyle, what did you play this week in gaming? Dead silence. I hit, I hit my coffee mug on my tooth. Heard of that? <laughs> Not here this week. Maybe next week he'll let us know what he's been playing. I'm pretty sure Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, was it three? Was it three? Was it three? Write in limitmedia at gmail.com if you know what roller coaster tycoon I'm talking about. I think it's three. Uh, to Glenn Rogeria. Been a while since it's been on. So not just this week, but feel free. Anything that you've been passionate uh, about recently. What have you been playing this week? Uh, it's July, which means in gaming pickings are slim. Sure. Uh, that said, I played through Psychonauts. Was like the most recent thing. I actually saw that you were playing that the other night. Yeah, playing uh, Psychonauts. How much did it cost on the PlayStation Store? Uh, it was um, ten dollars and fourteen cents after tax, I believe. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I had twelve dollars left on my on my PlayStation account. I was like, I need to buy something worth uh, it. I would say that's worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was that or Twisted Metal Black. I don't know. I, I don't know if I regret the decision or not. Yeah. Uh, but like. Uh, Psychonauts is great. Have you played Psychonauts? I've never played it. Yeah, and, and you've you've tried Psychonauts. I never I never finished it, yeah. but I got like five hours in uh, to Psychonauts. Psychonauts is great. I heard you talked about Psychonauts uh, the first time you were doing uh, uh, your your the ten games uh, that got overshadowed in E three. Um, yeah, was Psychonauts, Psychonauts on last week? I think it was. Yeah, um, Psychonauts is great. Uh, basically, just to kind of give a, a low breakdown. Uh, you are a kid uh, who has run away from home. Uh, to go to a summer camp to become a psychonaut who are like international spies with psychic powers uh, and you enter people's yeah. brains um, and go through their uh, messed up world uh, in their head. With platforming. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a platformer. Um, it's okay. Uh, but I will say this. The, the, the actual gameplay of that game is kind of mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the world is amazing. Um, and the levels are amazing. There's a lot of good things in there too, in the platforming. I feel like there's like a lot of good. There's there's a really solid base there, but it suffers from that kind of like earlier 3D. I mean, it's PlayStation Two, but earlier 3D platformer like camera jank. Sure. How do you um, how do you feel about sliding down poles? Uh, not doesn't happen a lot in that game. That's one of the worst things. Is, is you don't poles in that game. You don't like sliding down things. Uh, no, no, I'm not a big fan of Slayer. I, uh, I didn't expect that reaction no, when I, when I sorry. that question. Uh, I did realize once I've gone back and played it that like I, there was a couple levels that like I feel like are underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people talk about Psychonauts, they always talk about like the same two levels or three levels, which is like the Milkman Conspiracy, which is where the favorite or uh, the famous line um, "I'm the Milkman and my milk is delicious" comes from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and then the meat circus, which is like the last level, which is agonizing because the way that level is designed is if you screw up, you have to start the whole level over again. Sort of um, and it is really, really timely that you do not screw up. It's very specific on how it wants you to do that level. Um, but there is a level uh, where you go inside the mind of an ancestor of uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, who has <laughs> nice. lost one too many board games. And has now tricked himself into believing that the spirit of his 
uh, <laughs> ancestor has taken over, oh, and no. he's constantly switching between the two personalities. So you have to go inside his head, and his level is a board game that you have to play against uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. That's pretty sweet. Uh, That's actually sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's actually really sweet. Um, it's underappreciated. Uh, I said I love it. Uh, you go around and collect little figments, uh, which are these, like, semi-translucent uh, things, and... and uh, Think of those as like your coins, and then your stars would be uh, these little cards that you pick up uh, that give you more psi powers later. Uh, it's interesting how they do things. You can levitate things. Uh, you can you can move things around. Uh, you can fire a little psi blast thing from your mind. Um, There's bears that want to attack you. There are there are psychic bears that want to attack you. Yeah. Uh, also, I gotta mention one thing. Yes. Top collectible. Top collectible in all of games, which is saying something, I gotta say is... Mental baggage? Is the, is the baggage. Yeah. When you're inside people's brains, you, there's tags to, like, mm-hmm. suitcases, and then there's, like, the actual baggage. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It sounds as good, it's as, good as it sounds. Yeah, mental as baggage. As it sounds, yeah. Uh, it's pretty solid. I've also played... Uh, started Sonic Mania, didn't get real far because I'm terrible at Sonic. Me too. Uh, it's, it's hard... Uh, wish I had the skill at Sonic that I did as a child, um, which probably still isn't that great, but in my head, I'm just like, that kid was amazing. Like, uh, fast. Yeah. Bean Machine got me, dude. I, I, I'd still, I'm still amazed by that. Uh, I had no problem, partially because I probably got lucky, uh, I beat that Bean Machine thing in like 40 seconds. <laughs> like, first, first try? Yeah, first, first try. try, no lies gone. I never just, went for a second try, yeah. that's why I'm like... Yeah, you said you were in your last life when yeah. you did it. Um... Yeah. That, but that's super interesting. I'm, I, I'm really hoping that Sonic Spinball ends up in that game at some point. Oh, uh, right. Sonic Spinball is shit. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah. Um, other things I played, a Platinum Persona 5. Uh, Platinum Persona uh, 5. Which, to the people to the people at home who are like, oh, you play a video game, that's not a big deal. Uh, you have to understand, I've played that game three times now, and I've never taken... Well, four now, but taking the time to platinum that game. 7,000 uh, hours. So one time I was just, I was out, I had nothing, no other thing to do with my, I'm going to do it. I'm going platinum to platinum this video game. Uh, and I'm bad because I'm always fighting against my own uh, mental drawbacks of like, you can't not get all all your, your confidence up. Like they have to all be max. So yeah. like, yeah. even even when I'm like I really should be taking time to to do this platinum. Nope. I was like, gotta get that confident up. But they're not. If if my people do not love me, <laughs> I am not a happy person. Uh, it it deeply bothers me. Uh, how, how similar were some of these playthroughs? They're almost all exactly the same. Son of a bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> You never went way different with like who your best girl? Uh, no, because that game lets you date everybody. So I'm just like anybody who's available. Uh, I'm dating everyone. Yeah, I'm dating everyone. I'll be yeah. that guy. Nice. Uh, but no, um, please, you know, so so that was uh, in a, a hundred hour adventure that I probably needed to go on. Um, there was a little bit there. Where I got back into Monster Hunter, which is something that everybody should play. Uh, sure. Uh, I love Monster Hunter so much. Uh, I started playing it again immediately after E3 because the Iceborne expansion was yeah. announced. So, well, did, uh, you, did you play the beta for it? Yes. Oh, uh, yes, I did. So um, that's something you also played. Yeah, played the, the, played the Monster Hunter beta. That's actually something that's worth talking about. Sure. Um, because 
I'm very curious of how they're going to do things. I realize that I put too much time in that game, uh, and that I am pretty adequate in that game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I put a lot of time into Monster Hunter. Um, I've been able to solo legitimately everything in that game now. I even just beat the Extreme Behemoth by myself, uh, which I'm very proud of. But um, so proud. But proud. Yes, proud. Proud. Uh, but what's what's uh, what's more. What's interesting about the Iceborne expansion is, like, I realized that it's tuned uh, in the... Or the demo. Specifically the demo. Sure. Uh, you know, they, the weapons don't have any extras on them. They're very much, like, a very flat this. The armor has a very... Uh, has skills that are probably not going to be on that equipment. Um, they're very basic skills. The monster HP is lower. And you only get 20 minutes instead of 60 minutes to kill the thing. Um, that said, the monsters that have thrown me up against... Uh, which was uh, the Bonbaro, which is like a big hulking ram thing with giant horns. Uh, very easy. Uh, they threw, threw you up against a master rank, rank Jagras, which is actually the first monster you fight in that game. Mm -hmm. uh, once again, very easy. Uh, you can fight the Beotutus, Beotutus, which is like a weird shark thing that burrows through the ground. Uh, yeah. Which was... Which was it's a like, shark. Yeah, it's an interesting take on an earlier monster, uh, mm -hmm. but that earlier monster I hate with a passion. The big, like, slimy boy or whatever. Yeah, that, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's just the big... Giratados. Exactly, Giratados. Um, and then boy. I hate that thing, man. Uh, Why would I ever want to go back? That said... Because uh, <laughs> I need the armor. Dude. Apparently sure, you can sure. get Nargakuga to spawn <laughs> in the Great Jagras quest, which I have not been able to do. Um, is it? Well, can you still be playing this? Or I don't know. I don't believe so. I think it's done now. Okay. Um, so did it let you play as your character? Or did no. It, all right. No. Was, that's why I didn't fucking try it because I was like, oh, like my character is like really low level. No, 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 no. You, you just you start, I just, I just and then they said they give you a preset of everything basically, and then you pick your weapon and you go, um, which is actually probably made that harder for me than it probably would have been normally, which scares me. Yeah. Uh, because. The, the hardest monster they throw you up against is the uh, Tigrex, or Tigrex, or it's debated. Yeah. Um, which was actually a really interesting fight, and I love the level design of that level. There's like, there's at one point, you can you can uh, trigger a, a avalanche nice. uh, that's awesome. At one point, uh, when fighting the Tigrex, you fight him in an area that has just has, it looks like normal land, but if you're over there and he hits it, it drops out and you end up in this weird cave system. Uh, nice. So, as I said, it, the, the Tigrex fight was actually really interesting because uh, I did not play the Monster Hunter with Tigrex in it before. Uh, my only other Monster Hunter experience is Try. Um, but that fight was really interesting. Uh, that was one I actually like really enjoyed. Uh, but, as I said, they all came off as a little bit on the easy side. Mm -hmm. uh, but then again, that's probably my own weird bias because I put too much time in that game. Um, it's probably tuned just right, and I'm just being an elitist prick. But, uh, yeah, it's very possible. Um, but, uh, the Clutch Claw is interesting. Uh, it was easier. When I first heard that announcement, I'm never using this because I really don't use the Slinger ammo, and I still don't really use the Slinger ammo. But the Clutch Claw itself is really interesting. That's cool. Uh, you wound things with it, uh, and can do more damage. I don't know if it's part specific. It almost didn't seem like it was. Uh, I, but I'm assuming it is. Um, I do know that when you got on the T-Rex uh, with it, the T-Rex will still bite you. Does Whoa. a shit ton of damage, and it was amazing. I love that. 
when you're on it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, That's fucked. Uh, also, the T-Rex uh, will occasionally like lunge at a rock and it'll get its face stuck to it. <laughs> and I, I, I think the the hint there is that like its teeth are stuck in it. But because it's an ice level, I just want to believe that its like tongue gets stuck to the ice. <laughs> <That's funny>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's actually what's happening. That's such a good headcanon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. And it just like squirms for like twenty seconds angrily, and you're just—it's uh, adorable. Uh, also, they have this weird. Uh, the my favorite thing about this, and I had seen the animation prior, but like I just didn't accept and love it as much as when I see it on my own TV screen. Uh, there's these little furry skunk things uh, called wolgs or wargs or something. Okay. Uh, little furry ferret skunk things. Uh, and they're adorable, and they're fuzzy, and they're cute. Uh, and then you get next to it, and it like jumps on you and wraps itself around you, and it opens its mouth like a full 180 Jesus. degrees. Oh it's these big, long teeth, and you just see it lunge at your face. It's amazing. Whoa. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, because anything more hot Monster Hunter is great. Uh, when is uh, Ice Point coming? I wish I knew off the top of my head. I think it's September coming september soon soon enough uh they also just announced barioth broth no barioth whoa <laughs> yeah no sir there is a difference is, are they similar at all uh no barioth is a uh uh flying tiger flying saber-toothed tiger sure uh looks a lot like tigrex or nagakuga um and uh was honestly the hardest monster for me and try I don't know if that's still going to be true. Uh, it's been a long time since I've played uh, against a Barioth. Uh, but it jumps around a lot. And it, like, it seriously goes like from one to the map to the other. It flies a lot, too. So it's, 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 it's interesting. The map thing? Yes, that's exactly what that's it is. sick. Yeah. Cool. Um, what about it? Look at that Sabertooth Dragon Boy. Yeah. It's the, uh, the uh, Game Informer uh, mm-hmm. cover page. Oh, I think him? It, it might be Velcana, but I know that they talk about him in that article. Sick. Um, Velcana is the flagship for that game. This week in flagships. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Anything else? Oh, one other thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I this really isn't a game to talk about much, uh, but like worth mentioning. Yeah, worth worth mentioning because it's the weirdest video game I've ever played. Oh, I know. Okay, uh, let's do this. I, I definitely played a game. Uh, it was fifty cents on the Steam store. Uh, it was called Plug and Play. Mm. Uh, you think what what could this possibly be? Is it like an Atari thing? Or? No, no, it is not. It's just a it's weird. A, it's indie a weird game. indie game. Uh, and like, if I wanted to be philosophical, I'd tell it tell you how it's about. Uh, <laughs> human beings and our inability to make connections to each other. Uh, but really what it is, is it's a game where you start and you unplug a thing and then your little guy whose head is a socket, uh, but there's no head there, uh, and then you run right and left, and then two fingers come out and try to touch each other, and then when they touch, the nail disappears, and then you're a guy, <laughs> or now you're three guys, and when you click one of the guys, he sticks his head in the other guy's head, like a socket, and then you click the third guy, and then he sticks his head up the other guy's ass. Uh, human centipede. Yeah, and then there's more plugs, and then you plug those in, and now you have a giant human centipede of people, uh, of these head things. And then there's a weird, like, dialogue tree that happens, <laughs> like, ten minutes in this game. And the dialogue tree essentially is, like, 
uh, gives you two options, which is I love you or I don't love you. Uh, and I've tried both of these. Uh, but, like, <laughs> one of them goes, I love you. And then the other person goes, I don't love you. Uh, it's like a weird, like, Microsoft, uh, like, bot voice. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't love you. Uh, and then, you know, next option is, uh, no, but you don't understand. I, I really love you. And, and then it goes, I don't think you love me. And it's like, no, but I love you. And it goes, no. Good, I'm leaving now. And then just like walks on the screen. I'm like, Damn. okay. That's the entire game. It's 15 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. It was just, it was just there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot a lot of butt plugging going on. All mm-hmm. right. A lot of butt plugging going on. You have to repeatedly click one who's like plugged in here. And then they're like, try, yeah, try to fill the gap of the butt plug. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. This, it's, this, week, this is classic this week in gaming. Yeah. Uh, Vintage. Plug and play. Go play it. Uh, it's maybe fifty cents. It could be right free now. now. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, it's easy to segue from that yeah. <laughs> to Nicholas Cartier. What did you play this week in gaming? Well, <clears throat> this week in gaming is brought to you by the Los Santos um, Times. Whoa! Six sponsors. We're, we're getting up there. Um, no, but this week in gaming, I played. Apex Season 2 I've been came out. S- Let me interrupt you immediately. I was excited for you to say that because I've been seeing really weird videos of Watson's fence. Yeah, of it's... W- use, Watson using like a death box. Slash. So I don't think so crazy. there's a limit on how many fences you can put down as Watson. At it's first so I, th- I thought it was six, but... People are like building houses there. of electrical fence. I watched this cool video of this person and they made like a wraith portal okay. in the top of this room. Like they climbed up, made a portal... And then, like, went out, led people through there. So they would go down. They blocked off the door of the room. And it was just, like, lasers everywhere. And these motherfuckers just, like, died. Because they couldn't get back up to the portal. Creating, like, laser. Oh, my God. So good. Like, she... Have you played much as Watson? I've played a couple times as Watson. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to get down. It's more more close to building than I want it to be in that game. You know? Yeah. Watson's uh, power or whatever. Yeah, But it's... I mean, it's decent. You know, you... Block off areas, which those things are like I don't know, they're easy to. All you have to do is shoot them at the base, and they just disappear. So, sure, sure. You know, throw a grenade down there, and they're all gone. Yeah, hmm. but no, I enjoy the I enjoy the Watson play. It's um, it's different enough from like the other legends to where it's it's decent. Mm-hmm. How you digging the new season, in general, as far as like the lore and these flyers and straight Titan Dino boys? Okay, so breaking through the barrier. Or the barrier's down. Right? So, pretty much, um, the big fucking antenna got knocked down, mm-hmm. so now, like, there's animals and shit, and, like, the map's different, like, the area called Bridges, like, the bridge got knocked down, and there's these big fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry! Yeah, bridge, bridge, Bridges don't exist anymore, it's great. The area called Bridges, uh, the Bridges... What do we do now? Uh, yeah. But, um, did you play Titanfall or Titanfall 2? Um, I definitely played Titanfall 2 for a little bit, but So, not. did you see these big things called, like, um, Leviathans? Yeah. The big green boys? So there's two of them on the map. They were, <laughs> they were always there in season one. Yeah, right? they were they're just, in like, the in, the, in the water in the background. Now they're on they're the map, and they, like, bay. lift up their feet, and there's, like, loot underneath, so you can, like, try and go underneath. Yeah, oh, dude. that's interesting. I just yeah. watched a video on you. of Cartier nearly getting squished, but getting some, like, really fancy... Something was under there. What was under that foot? It was, a uh, purple body rumor. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> But can you only... Is it weird things that are under its feet? Um, that's the only time I've seen it lift its foot up for me. 
Whoa. Because it, like, it randomly does it. And I know if you shoot it enough, then it'll, like, look down at you. But... <laughs> That's God, so I'm slightly annoyed. Yeah, no, it's just like... <laughs> so sick. But there's also these things called flyers. They're back. And there's, like, three different kinds. There's ones that are in cages mm-hmm. that you can kill those or you can use them to... They make noise when people are, like, around it. Sure. So you can use it to, like, figure out if, like, oh, there's someone fucking over there. There's ones that are perched up on mountains, which have, um... Like, people's, like, loot boxes. And you shoot those once, and then they, like, go and start flying, and you shoot them again, they drop the box, and there's the ones that are already flying. You just shoot them once, wait a couple seconds, shoot them again, they'll drop the shit. The cool thing is, with the death boxes, is the first person to open it, it's um, a death box from someone on their friends list. Oh, that's interesting. So, like, every now and then, like, I'll, like, shoot one down, I'll look, and it's, like, it's usually Kyle's that's on there, but I don't know if it's, um... People who have played or just, like, it, like, looks into who your friends are and just, like, uses that at the name. I'm nice. sure that's probably what it is. Yeah. Sick. That's but, cool. no, one day, one day if I get one and it's, like, Wolf of Camp 4, I'm going to take a picture of it. And... <laughs> that would involve you playing Apex. Right. I mean, it, uh, might, it might just... Just do it? See, the problem the problem with those games for me, man, is I have, like, I am I'm the target uh, of those companies. All right. Not of the people, but of the companies with, like... You're like I am their demographic. Yeah, like no, seriously. As I said, I played I played Warframe for no joke, like four months, and I spent six hundred dollars. And like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not that I don't want to play those games. It's that like I, I shouldn't. I sh- for for monetary reasons, like I know that I am. I have self control issues. As a, as a responsible adult, yeah, as a I responsible adult, I should not be playing this game because, especially anytime you're like. Oh, you could spend, you know, two hours doing this, or just give me, like, two bucks and we'll do it right now. And I'm like, here, take it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then what happens is I get to endgame, and I'm like, oh, well, I know there's no endgame in Apex, but, like, I get the things I want, and then I realize that, like, I've essentially removed my own carrot by spending money on the game, and I don't want to play anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just... I'm... This is just an incredibly negative character plot. <laughs> <laughs> we all gotta be uh, honest with ourselves sometimes. No, it, it is uh, it is fun though. But no, I've been playing it. Um, the map is the map's like different. There's like different things. You, different I just want to say you say you've been playing it, but like every time I log out of my PlayStation, it's, it's just like your name. Anything I play, it's rough. Yeah. yeah. It's July. It's hurtful right now. No, dude. It's like, if you listen to, like, the past, like, five This Week in Gamings, it's like me saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, I played Apex. Not much to talk about it. Like... But now the second season just popped off. So it's, 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 there's, there's, there's a little more to talk about. There's it, but more like, no, that's, like, all I'm fucking playing. So it's like... I get it. I do how, the same thing. How many... I, I talked about too many weeks on the podcast. Now Kyle's not here. I said the positive thing about me, like, waiting, like, six months before, like, going back is I, I can't come in every week and just be like, uh, play through Bloodborne for the 500th time. <laughs> yeah. There's no there's no interesting thing to say I mean, here. Yeah, yeah. If I was here every week, I'd be like, play Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored. I thought about other games. Play yeah. more Bloodborne. <laughs> Uh, that's like the only so game I play though. Yeah. Like literally the only I, I play that. You played nothing else? No, I played some more this week. What else I played you some more this week. No, I watched um, like the first six or seven episodes of Stranger Things season nice. three, which is neat, and that's all I'll say about that. It's neat. Um, uh, what else did I play? I've been playing uh, Pokemon Gold. 
Sick. On my 3DS, I just beat the seventh gym leader, Price. You're deep. Yeah, so now I gotta go uh, to the radio tower, so that's gonna be... That'll be my night tonight. Nice. You're going to the radio tower. You're playing gold tonight. Yeah. I like it. Well, I can't... Okay, play Apex. Per, per, I can play Apex, but I'll just, like, I'll be... I'll, I'm not responsible, so I'll be on for, like, too long, and then I'll look, and it'll be 2 o'clock, and I have to be up at, like, 4.30 or right, 5 o'clock. Right, it's just right. not good news. It's bad. Bad yeah. news. Uh, Personal opinion only, I think, I think Gen 2 is the best. I like Gen 2. Yeah, uh, I, I have a special place the, in my heart the eight for those gyms games. was the thing that... Where I'm just like, that's... The, when I was... I don't, I don't remember how old. Not old. All right? Mm-hmm. Uh, beat, when I beat that game, and they were like go back to Kanto. I lost my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, I was like, wait, there's more. Uh, this comes up every time you're on this podcast, I think. The fact that this game, Gold. Specifically? Because, because remember, we, we discovered last time that I'm like, I don't know if I ever played the second half of that game. No, you didn't, because yeah. I asked you about it. You're yeah. like, I never, I never faced... I didn't go back. Can, can I talk about? I can talk about twenty-year-old Pokemon yeah. stories, right? You never face red at the end of that game. No one uh, even knows who that is. You have is to right climb. Now. You have to climb the mountain. It's the, it's the protagonist of the first game. Red five. I was joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So sorry. Sorry. I've, uh, I've never beaten them in regular gold, but Mark. I did in hard gold, soul silver. Yeah, it's just oh. hard gold, soul silver is a great game too. By the way, oh, uh, you know they changed it between the two. His team. Uh, first one he had Espeon, then mm-hmm. changed to a Lapras. Yep. Uh, this week. Sorry. In Pokemon. No, no, I'm fine. Um, I'm fine. Play? Oh, yeah. I also Pokemon. played the um, the free game of the month for PlayStation Plus. I started Detroit Becomes Human. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My immediate thought was, you played, you played PES? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they changed it. <laughs> Controversial change. To yeah, no, they, they, they changed it. I'm, I'm okay with the change. Whatever. I was going to play the fucking soccer game. Yeah. Dude, I... Uh, there's a Eurogamer article. <laughs> I hope I was, your only comment this week is it's football. <laughs> I almost uh, it's like the the only time I've looked at a Eurogamer article and almost like signed into Eurogamer system so I could write a comment, but it was like I don't know why everyone's so upset about the change to Detroit. Like it's been pretty decent so far, and unless it tanks in the second half, I think it's a pretty okay game, guys. I wanted to, to you just... You wanted to troll. Is I wanted to write the comment and be like, it tanks in the second half. <laughs> not that it's not okay. I, Dan, I don't... We all have biases. Alright? And I feel like your deep ingrained hatred of David Cage runs as deep as mine of Todd Howard. I feel like I hide it well. Like, if you were just been <laughs> listening to this podcast where you said that, he's like, he said it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I was listening to someone talk about twists the other day, and the drop Heavy Rain is one of like the worst twists in video game history. Uh, but David Cage is fine. So what do you think of... Yeah, how you like I, the I've only played like the first like two or three like missions or whatever of it, so I'm not like too deep in it, but... I love making decisions, Cartier! I, I like it, it's um... I've never really played a game like that like on my PlayStation before, so it's like... How many people have died? No. No one's died? No one's died yet. Okay. Well, I mean... I haven't played that game for the record, so I'm, I, I'm coming in here. Uh, Roger is insinuating that, obviously, like storylines can go so bad that you lose people. No one's died at all, Cartier? So I saved the little girl uh-huh. in the beginning, and I played through as the girl like cleaning the house and shit, and nobody died in that part for me. Really? In the opening, no one died? Good. I mean, they're in the... 
very opening scene. The, yeah. the very opening, oh, the very opening when you're, like, the first robot, and then there's, like, the, you're walking around the crime scene. I mean, yeah, there's, there's dead people there, but, like... No, but as you walk up, I'm just saying, so let me just throw this out there, since I said no one died, because that'd be, listen, that's, like, better than I realized. The first scene, there's a cop bleeding out You as you walk close to the guy that's holding the little girl hostage. First scene, they show this at E3, this is what they demoed for it the most. Uh... So you saved the guy bleeding on the ground and both the hostage and the... No, no. Okay. I didn't count that guy because he was already on the ground. Because you can save that guy. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I, you, I, saved, I saved the little girl. If you, so, if, the, so you've had one person die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but no, not a main character. But no, because uh, I fucked around with that one. That's one of the few ones I went back and played a second time. Uh, and seriously, the, one of the highlights of... When I played Detroit, I know we talked about this. One of the highlights of Detroit is that They'll even show you the different web, like the map afterwards, which shows you all the different ways it could go. Mm-hmm. But if you go over to try and help the guy bleeding out, and th- and he threatens you to stop, and you keep going, and he's like, seriously, man, I'm not fucking around. You can, like, get to a point where it's like, be like, listen, I'm just making sure this guy's... It's okay, you can you can somehow make him survive. Nice. Uh, but I was real bad. I remember my beginning not going super well. <laughs> Like, yeah. with the actual hostage Everyone dies. So I don't remember exactly It gives how. you, like, the percentage of, like, success yeah. or whatever. Like, I walked into it with, like, a 51%. Because like, of didn't, the information. I, I didn't look at everything. Yeah, definitely I looked at everything, for yeah, sure. No, I didn't look yeah. at everything, so then I just, like, I went in there and the little girl lived, so whatever. I do hate the, that video game situation, but, I mean, one of the few things I'll give Quantic Dream Games is um, they sometimes have a good sense of, like, tension. Uh, and I always hate the video game situation where you have endless time to explore a place, but someone is vocally yelling at you, that, <laughs> insinuating you don't have you need full to go time. Do this. Like, uh, yeah. get out here, quick! Like, listen, I have to use my robot powers to, to investigate the crime scene. All right. Yeah, I finished that game. I, I'm interested to see how you feel about uh, it overall if you finish it. Yeah, no, this will probably be one that I, like I play through at least a little bit. Like, you could slow play Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I feel like there's always going to be a moment in these games, Quantic Dream games, there's always, like, one or two moments that, uh, just, like, are very good. That are genuine, (laughs) are genuinely good ideas, and, like, are done well, but, yeah. You are struggling so hard. (laughs) He likes our crawling mechanics. My overall thoughts, my, my overall thoughts of, like, Detroit... Is uh, that you know? It's coming back. It was a good take. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good take on like something I've seen like a thousand takes of. You know I mean? uh, as somebody who's not played Detroit at all, uh, is, yeah. somebody, is there anything in that game that makes you think of Detroit, like the city? Um. Yeah. All right. So when I'm inside of the. I'm playing as the girl, and I'm supposed to be, like, a nanny or whatever. Sure. Whatever. And, um, on top of the fucking dude's dresser that I'm, like, cleaning his house and everything, he's got the, um, fucking statue. Yeah. Just, like, a mini statue mm-hmm. of that. Just, like, there. It's got the wings. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot the statue. I was, I was, I was very curious. I mean, I, I not that I expected Detroit, a game called Detroit to have anything to do Especially when it's set in the future of modern day Detroit. No. We'll see. We'll uh, see if they let me walk down like Evergreen or something. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Henry Ford Hospital. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like this is a, this is the DMC twenty thirty eight. 
Walk by, ah. walk by the steel plant in River Rouge. Uh, no. This week. Dan, what'd you play this week in gaming? Because that's all I played. So many fucking games, Cartier. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to, I'm going to run through some of these. I don't know how much I'm going to talk about a lot of them, but I'm going to preface this with I, I was on the PlayStation Store minding my own business, browsing as someone like me does. I browse sometimes. And I went through that obnoxious tab where it's like, PlayStation Now. And whether you have PlayStation Now or not, it's going to be like, you want PlayStation Now? I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, PlayStation Store. <laughs> you're, you're only okay. Uh, <laughs> like, store's fine. It's really not. I totally understand that. Seriously, can there I are some th- basic things. Don't When they try to sell you the game you already have is always weird. So can I tell you the, the <laughs> thing that bothers me the most about the PlayStation Store real fast? This as, week, lo- as long as I can say it afterwards. Yeah. As long as I can say this week in grievances. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, the fact that when you sort by price, it does not sort. By sale price. By sale price. It's base price before it's base it price. And I'm like, no. I want to know what I can buy for the amount of money I have. <laughs> It is a very simple task, all right? It's like the most often sorted thing on your site, I guarantee you, except for newest. Yeah, I'm just like, when, like, listen, I have $12, all right? I should, not only that, don't give me, don't give me 5 to 10, 10 to, you know, just let me type in a price, and then anything that's under that amount, let me buy. Yeah, I don't fuck with that all 5 right. to 10, 10, you gotta go with lowest. For all sure. right, I hate it. I hate it. And then, even if you sort from lowest to highest, it doesn't order them correctly because of sale prices. Yep. All right, it's stupid. What's, what's the deal? <laughs> Seriously, uh, sorry. So they're like, "Hey, you want seven free days of PlayStation Now?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, you can download things now from PlayStation Now." I'm like, "Yeah." Ta-ta-ta. So I started living the one free week of PlayStation Now life, which uh, I wanted to finish a game I was playing, so it turned into using Olivia's account. Two free weeks of PlayStation Now, because everyone's got seven. Go ahead and cash in. Go take your seven. So you want my days. login information, Dan? No, no. D'Angelo <laughs> uh, will play multiplayer, multiplayer games here, you know, uh, so his account's on there. So I warned him I'd be taking the seven free days. <laughs> he gets logged out of Siege, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, so, but before I even talk about the fucking billion games I played on PlayStation Now, two weird things that I really enjoyed that I played separately from that this week, not on the PlayStation 4, the first of which I know maybe both of you have played, and that is, uh, with D'Angelo, on the Switch, Pokin. Pokin Tournament. Yes, yeah, so I played Pokin. Hey, you finally did it? I never played Pokin. Uh, solid. My hands up. It is honestly solid. Yeah, it's really it's solid. I like, I like it. You know when you're playing, um, like, a, like a peripheral, like, uh, a, the, a real weird spinoff of Pokemon. We've all played a million spinoffs of Pokemon, right? Uh... Sometimes they're bad. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're playing them like, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And sometimes they're real good. I feel like this one is, is... Or they just don't click with you, whatever. You slept on it. I did. I slept on Pokemon Tournament. I'm like, oh, wow. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoy setting your uh, supporting Pokemon, the combinations. What Pokemon got in there was really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farfetch'd being in there was sick. They do have a kind of a weird... Chandelure is a weird bull. Chandelure as a playable? Yeah. I was like, this is the weirdest one, D'Angelo. I, of all the things <laughs> that have like legs and stand on two feet, <laughs> which is all of them uh, except for Suicune, right? Was it, how you say that? Suicune. Suicune. Yeah, yeah, Suicune's on all four. Maybe there's yeah. another one. But <laughs> other than that, Chandelure's just like, I'm floating. Played as Haunter. Played as a lot of things. Played as Haunter, or Gengar, I should say. Um... 
Septile. Septile was cool. See, that's why when people were saying originally, like, for the leaks for Sword and Shield, that they were like, dude, they're going to change the battle system. It's going to be like that. Like, never going to happen. I was fucking down. Yeah, it's weird. Listen, as cool as that would be, all right, you ain't doing that for you know, for give, 600 Pokemon, Give man. me a Gen 1 with only the 150 Pokemon and let me play the game like that and I will be a fucking happy Cartier, I'll tell you that. Happiest uh, Cartier? Once again, man, as I said, if Pokemon Company pulled something like that off... Yeah. Like, they could even I call will, it, like, Pokemon not, Let's Go. Not that, not that my opinion <laughs> for the Pokemon Company is low, because it's not. Yeah. But, like, if you pull that off, I am... I'm rethinking what you're capable of. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, if, they, if they ever changed it from like non-turn yeah. based to like arcade style like that, it'd, it'd fucking flip that shit over. Yeah, Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon's great. I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. We played a hearty you, amount. Who'd you play it. with the most? What character, uh, what character did you main? Did I double down on anyone? Wait, there was someone who I'm like, this is my main because <laughs> it just worked out. It wasn't Gengar, although I really enjoyed Gengar. Uh, tried Sceptile, tried Scizor. Uh, I didn't play as Lucario. Who's top left? Oh, Rayquaza. He's, um, one of the supporting Pokemon. No, then it's somewhere Garchomp. else. Garchomp is great. Garchomp. Garchomp. I, I played against Garchomp. I no, no joke, Garchomp is one of my, like, legit favorite Pokemon, period. Garchomp's, uh, Garchomp's making in, so Sword and Shield, that's how good Garchomp is. I believe, I believe this. Making it in. Yeah. Mm. But thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I like Sceptile. I like Sceptile and I like yes. Braxian. Braxian's fucking... I didn't know who that was. It's the little fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know. <laughs> but yeah, weird. Like, the middle stage. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, why did they pick the middle stage? Uh, I'm, I like Braxian better than fucking the other one. Better designed, Del yes. Fox. It's still still weird. It's a little yeah. magic girl. It, yeah. it would have been cool to have, like, more, obviously, but I feel like it's a hearty selection. Yeah. Uh, Chandelure... Who I did play as also. Uh, you have to. When you see Chandelure, you're yes. like, okay. You're like, what? I'll try. No, I, always, I always think about picking up the uh, DLC for it so I can play as like Blastoids and... Um, yeah, D'Angelo was like... I watched him like almost give the money. <laughs> He's like, oh, what is this DLC for? He's like, Blastoids! I'm like, yeah, Blastoids. Blastoids better be slow as hell. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's a big boy. I'll bet they'll do something where you're like... Goes into his skip. Yeah, you know? I, I, I was like, I, it's before you, I bet I was like, fuck, I already know where he's going. Let me go into my shell and just like shoot a rocket to just like Koopa shell. Uh, I, I played so many things. Okay, uh, the other non PlayStation Now thing uh, was the Banner Saga. Started the Banner Saga. Played like five hours. Of it. Played a hearty amount of okay, Banner Saga. If you're gonna talk about this game, yes. you have to tell the story that you told me because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. amazing. Oh yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I, I will gladly. This is because it's kind of towards the beginning, so I don't mind. And this also is like a great concept of what this game is. <laughs> yes. So basically, in the Banner Saga, uh, it's a game about war. There's two races. It's um, a giant and a human race, and the giants have like horns, kind of high fantasy shit happen. They're called the Varl. You start as, like, an old Varl. The Carl? The Carl. An old Varl named Yubin who's, like, a scribe, or he's, like, a historian, uh, and you're collecting taxes or something There's like that. Picture of Kyle with horns, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Uh, and there's two main storylines you go between, uh, two different kind of, like, armies. Uh, there's something called the Dredge, which is an evil force that's coming back to invade in the land. Apparently, there's an old war. A lot of the veterans talk about it. Uh, the lore is really well done. The fighting is like a grid-based strategy, turn-based system, combat system. But uh, 
everything else is kind of like almost visual novel with these decisions that you have to make uh, with elements of resource management mixed in. Because not only are you choosing who is on your team for the actual turn base and how the greater amount of fighters you are are going into battles. Uh, there's like permadeath in this game, but it's not from the turn-based battles. Turn-based battles, if someone dies, they're injured, and that really does matter because if another fight comes up soon, their strength is what is affected, and strength not only is damage dealt, but it's your health. So strength is huge in this game. Uh, and you only have so much resources, so many days' worth of supplies... I almost don't like they're giving you too much like power with you decide when you're marching and when you're resting and just like don't rest too There's much. There's a lot of micromanagement. In uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of resource management. But the permadeath comes in the decisions you make because as you march, not only can like uh, not random encounters, but very specific like things that you could avoid or altercations that can happen. But there's a lot of weird situations that come up. You know, people on the the road that might need help. Do you take them in? Some more mouths to feed. Blah blah blah. But decisions made in this part is where permadeath happens to very... There's, like, no one off limits. Very important people can die. Uh, And there's a guy in one of the storylines, the storyline that starts with Yubin, this old scribe. Um, You're you're with Hakan and Vanyar. Vanyar's, like, the king of the Varl. Or he's next in line to be the king of the Varl. And... uh, the other guy with them, with Yubin, because you join force with them, but with Yubin from the beginning is uh, Snugglef. Olivia loves the name Snugglef. Uh, it's, it's an amazing name. <laughs> yeah. He's a big giant with a big red beard. Uh, I love Yubin because he looks like almost like Anthony Hopkins as Thor, big fat giant, <laughs> like with you know feather in his hand to write. But Snugglef, uh is my guy, and something that kept happening is he kept dying in battle. No matter what. Like, he was getting kills. You have to get kills so you can level up these people. And then you spend this currency to level them up that you also have to spend on supplies. It's called Renown. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Snuggle had died in multiple combat experiences. I'm like, Snuggle, you're great, but, like, you're always wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> it's my own fault, obviously. But uh, he was dying. He was injured, whatever. Then we're on this mountain pass. And our yaks, which I can only imagine is a mix between a yak and an ox. I've seen what it looks like. That is what it is. Our yaks that is carrying one of our big... We probably have, like, 400, like, varl and fighters with us at this point. We're a big marching force. Uh, And one of the main yaks gets attacked by a member of the dredge, which is, like, these weird, like, uh, infected... Who knows? They're mutants or zombies. In my head, I'm like, it's, like, a more organized, evil, possessed zombie situation. Yeah. Grabs onto the yaks, and the yaks gets taken over the side, and it's it's hanging off the yaks. Which the is connected, is hanging off the con- yaks. Connect, oh, no, the dredge is still oh. still on the yaks. And the yaks is hanging from the cart, which is being held up over the cliff with one hand by Snuggleth, whose other hand is holding a tree, and he's just fucking bare-knuckling this boy, white-knuckling this fucking whole cart. And it gives you a few options. It's like, right off rip, it's like, tell Snuggleth to let go. Go help Snuggleth. Yell for someone else to come help Snuggleth. So I go and help Snuggleth. 
And uh, I'm like, I'm a big, strong motherfucker. I'm Hakan at this point. Uh, brother of Vonier. Like, really strong, giant boy. Uh, and I go to help him, and we just make no progress. Trying as hard as I can. It's just like... Uh, then... Snuggles. At, at this point, dude, what's going through your head? I'm like, fuck, we need this cart. <laughs> we fucking, like, suppl- we are feeding a lot of people. So what was on this cart? They, had, they hadn't specified it was gold. If I had been straight up told it was gold, I actually would have been less invested in the cart. If they had... <laughs> in my head, I'm like, it's going to cut my supplies in half. It's going to be like, you don't have... And you don't know when the next place to buy yeah. food is. It's like, you don't have 40 days of marching, you have 20. And I've been like, fuck. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. So you're currently helping Snuggle if you are not doing anything. What is, what is going uh, on? So all of a sudden, he loses his hand on the tree, right? Or the tree gives way. And it's just me and him both holding on to it, both hanging over this cliff. And it's like, let go and tell Snuggle to let go. Uh, try as hard as you guys can and tell Snuggle to try as hard as he can. Yell for others to come help you as well. So I yelled for others to come help me as well. And before they got there, Cartier, the cart went plummeting over the fucking <laughs> cliffside. And I let go, but Snuggle did not. Rest in peace, Snuggle. Jesus. <sighs> Banner saga. Uh, Murdered Snuggle. And hey, guess what? The, the turn-based, uh, grid-based combat is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from Banner Saga. More on that at a later time. They have that for the Switch now, don't they? Yeah, yes. they have all three. I'm playing the first one Ooh, on I PC. I think I might get it for the Switch. Uh, best boy to me so far is actually in the other storyline. It's like Archer's in the other storyline, which is sick. You know, like in anything. Uh, like in anything like grid-based. Something interesting about it. But there's like an obnoxious prince. But anyways, on the other side, there's a big... There's only like one Varl. It's like you have a marching thing up. Uh, mostly Varl, a little bit of humans. Then your other one is mostly humans, one Varl, named Ivor. And I fucking love Ivor. Ivor's like a... Was, wasn't in the war, but he's killed a lot of dredge. And whenever people are like... It's like, what do we do? I'm like, we should probably just do what fucking Ivor said to do. <laughs> I know you guys are looking to me, but... <laughs> I'm looking to Ivor. This week in Banner Saga. <laughs> I'm gonna run through everything else really fast. Because that was probably the most excited. Uh, I played a little bit of the Unfinished Swan. PlayStation Now. Really interesting. Uh, Unfinished Swan is... Basically, you're walking around a, a blank canvas, and you can shoot with the triggers. You can shoot like these black ink balls, but you can all four triggers. So you can be like, ah, da, 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 da. Uh, and it's like you're in a world you can't see until you you're you're hitting it. So then you're walking down these hallways and shit, and it's like you're trying to find this swan. Your mother was a painter. You're her son. It's your mother. <laughs> she was a painter. She didn't finish over 300 paintings, but they're beautiful. But they're slightly unfinished in their own way, and. It's just kind of like, I guess it's like a walking simulator, but honestly, you're painting shit. <laughs> you're like, like mm-hmm. killing it with like big ink balls. Uh, that was cool. It's kind of trivia. It was interesting. Worth looking into. I only played like one level of that, though. Unfinished Swan. Something I've been meaning to get to for a while, though. Unfinished Swan. Um, Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion, <laughs> was honestly sicker than you probably think it was. <laughs> like... Uh, it's, it's turn-based combat similar to something else I'm about to talk about which did it better but it's a fully realized um, land of ooh it's a fully realized adventure time open world game everything's flooded so you're also a pirate but I think it I think it enhances it because it seems like they still hit a lot of people a lot of the shitty 
banana guards from the um, from the city. Whatever it's Bubblegum City. I forget. I don't know how much Adventure Time you, know, you guys know, but not enough. Bubble, not enough to name lands. The the Bubblegum Kingdom maybe is what it is. Mm. But anyways, her banana guards are like shitty pirates instead of shitty guards, and it's like, oh look at them. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, so just look at them. Was, I told uh, was Lemon Butler in it. Was that his name? Oh, uh, Peppermint Butler. Peppermint Butler. Yes, Peppermint Butler is like, thank God you're here. <laughs> so good. Uh, he's stuck with some obnoxious guy who's just like not anywhere except for in the game. He's just like obnoxious, one obnoxious piece of candy and Peppermint Butler is stranded somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it was very funny. Um, I told Roger one of my favorite moments. I think it was you or D'Angelo I was talking to you about. Besides the fact that it... Legit is like a fully realized um, world, and it's not spoon feeding Adventure Time information to you. It's like, hey, you know who the fuck this is, you know, blah blah blah. And they sing pirate songs as they go. They're just like in sea shanties, for, if you will, just for the for, just for the game. You know what I mean? It's just like an Adventure Time song they wrote for the game. I'm like, cool. Uh, my favorite moment was, do you know? There's a big thing that guards Bubblegum. Like the other banana guards are there, but the real guard of Princess Bubblegum's kingdom is this huge gumball machine, like kaiju-sized gumball machine called uh, Bubblegum, or was it Gumball Guardian? Yes, thank you. The office is telling us Gumball <laughs> And it's like a big... <laughs> For the record, gotcha he refers to his brain as the office. <laughs> <laughs> the office says, uh, watch your mouth, Dan. You're getting a little vulgar. Uh, but got the gotcha machines with gumballs in it, you know, those boys? Yeah. It's like... Oh, there's one of those in Cuphead, too. An evil gumball machine. But no, a huge one. And there's a point where you walk into his hand and he transfers you from one area to another. And I'm like, this fucking game. Good shit. So, Pirates of Enchiridion. Another thing, I think, like, like eight hours into. A lot of these things I just dip my toe into. Um, Ape Escape 2. I had never played Ape Escape. I love Ape Escape so much. Have you played Ape Escape? Uh, only in Metal Gear Solid 3. It's exactly the oh, same. He was all oh, right. Yeah, Cartier. He enlightened me on uh, on the the Metal Gear level where he, he played Ape Escape. He showed Oper- it to me. Operation Ape Snake. So crazy. Yeah. I can't believe it never came up. I we, forgot. Yeah. I I forgot until just now that that was a thing. Is it safe to say there's nothing like Ape Escape? There, you, I don't. Off the top of my head, I'm like no, but really, then somebody's yeah, gonna sure be something. like. There's Look really at this weird indie game. It's exactly the same. Nothing where you walk around and you have to capture monkeys. I really enjoyed my time with it. I got like four or five worlds in or whatever. Levels if, in. if anyone can think of one, send it to us at Gmail. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com for Trey in. Wait, what did you say? For Trey. Yeah, but I think you spelled media wrong. L-I- oh, I'm sorry. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. Yeah, okay. I might have watched. It. I think you said M I D I A. I was like, uh, <laughs> my dear. Yeah, M I D I A. Send it to Zoom. But Ape Escape was great. I don't even have much to say about it. I started. You talked about Psychonauts from Double Fine. Another Double Fine production. I only got like an hour or two into Grim Fandango. It's a whole PC game where you play as like pretty much death. You're pretty much death. Yeah, you have to like sell these dead people on these different packages <laughs> of the soul. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a travel agent would, and you have to do so much time and get so much commission to serve your sentence, pretty much, for the shit life you led. You're pretty much selling walking sticks to motherfuckers. Uh, got a lot of heart. I wanted to tell Kyle about it, because there's a car guy in there that's just like, 
drive. Uh, he's like, I gotta work on the car. And I think he would relate. Those two voices are very different. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But you play as a pretty much a travel agent, Grim Reaper named Manny. Very good. Uh, Very good so far. I played another double fun game, which I beat. It was only like nine or ten hours. It was Costume Quest Two. This one is one. I saw saw you were playing that. I do want to actually talk about Cartier. This is the one that had a similar-ish, I guess, fighting system. But I think I kind of preferred it to Adventure Times. Your kids on Halloween, basically, going through these time portals to save time. This is the second game. I didn't play the first game in the series, but from what I understand, it was always like this. Whatever the costume on the little kid is, when the turn-based battle starts, you transform into that real thing. So whether it be superhero or... uh, I mean, some of my favorites. Let's go through it. As far as effective ones... um, the superhero I use throughout because his super, or her super, if you put on a male or female, uh, little Halloween goer, was something that was like you picked up a truck and threw it, and it affected all members of the opposing the team. The area effect attack, yeah. yeah. And not everyone had the area effect. I did like the wizard, who was a lot like Gandalf, who his lightning spell always did a little bit of uh, splash damage, but... His super did like a lot of splash damage. It was the electrical attack. The wizard I used a lot. Also, Thomas Jefferson. Top costume. Uh, I really liked his super. Uh, it's like, really, all the super is really like quirky, dramatic, well done stuff, but like it's close ups on Jefferson's face as he's writing on a scroll, and then he rolls up the scroll and just like action throws it to the person. They open up the scroll. Whoever the enemy is, they put on glasses. Except for the one character that was like dentures with like a robotic dentures with feet. So they didn't have eyes. But everyone else puts on glasses, reads the scroll, then explodes. <laughs> One of my favorite fucking supers, <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson eventually in the final squad got beat out by... They give you a hot dog costume laid on. Some of these are optional, too. I got every fucking costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think I upgraded... There's a NPC interaction that leads you to a really sick one where you get fertilizer for like a candy tree that leads to a, the costume of the solar system. And when you transform into that in battle, it's literally just like the solar system. Uh, but <laughs> I'm trying to picture in my head what a costume of a solar system would be. Oh, so a little kid walking around with the sun with all the things. Oh, okay. To it. But then when he transforms, yeah. it's literally like, <laughs> look at the sun. Uh, like a supernova or something. Yeah, just like the whole planetary system, like all. What's the What's the ultimate attack in this, man? Oh, for the solar system. What is? I got the. I definitely did it. I think it was like. Oh, it was uh, going into, there, there was a big, because the regular attack was like a spaceship, right? Yeah. Almost like a rip-off Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So it would only make sense that the super for the sun is like a rip-off uh, Death Star exploding <laughs> one of the planets, and that explosion affects oh, the okay. people. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was okay. You also get Teen Wolf, and you can upgrade him to have the Letterman's jacket. <laughs> There's a wolf man in it, yeah. And the side quest for finding the Wolfman is sick, Roger. Uh, but basically, there's an evil dentist that, as a child, was denied Halloween. And he does some dirty deals with some dark powers that be to get um, to be able to time travel, to be able to get to a talisman that lets him control things eventually. He makes it so the future is him running the world, Candy is outlawed. Uh, oh, and, no. And then there's some... Yeah, more than just that, but <laughs> He's also, most importantly, he's opened up a devil's gate, a damn door to hell. He's opened up a monster gate. So, humans are kind of enslaved by monsters. 
who are allowed to eat candy sometimes in speakeasies and brothels. I love this game, Roger. <laughs> in speakeasies. Speakeasies. Uh, and my end rant is this. I didn't tell you who got, who beat out Thomas Jefferson. Because I don't want to tell you all the costumes. Was it the hot dog? You get a hot dog later. But the hot dog, when you transform, is like, think about a nightmare. <laughs> Where a hot dog is big, has four legs, and has... Chimera... Wait, wait, what's the name of the three-headed dog that guards house? Cerberus. Cerberus. Cerberus, Cerberus like, three heads. Hades. Uh, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's special is each different head chugs a different thing. One chugs a jar of ketchup. One chugs a jar of... Mustard. Mustard. What's the, what's the third one? Because I have Are to you know what the third condiment is. Relish. Okay. Nice. And you see the dog enlarge until all three heads puke different colors, and then that's it, super. But... Every regular attack did, like, mirror attack damage to everyone else. So good. Hot dog. So good. Boss battles were fun. Story was great. I honestly think that it handled time travel better than others. It's definitely not without plot holes because it still was time travel. Time travel. It's fine. I'm like, how much was costume quest? Uh, how much is it really? I think it's like 10 bucks. Oh, But cool. I played it on PlayStation now. Which you have a free week of if you want to play it. <laughs> we all have it. Yeah. yeah. Nine hours, I beat it. I had all that fun. Uh, well, I think I described it to you as there's nothing. It's not a super complicated turn-based system, but there's nothing that South Park was really doing in the in, at least in the first game. I love turn-based so much that like it you don't could mind. be it could be, a, it could be bad, and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention there's also like it's gonna be just an attack button and nothing else. There's also like, strategizing. <laughs> there's also side abilities. There's something called it's kind of like garbage pail kid cards. There's called creepy cards, <laughs> and you can have up to three of them in your hand. And then you can't use them every battle though. It's like there's a cooldown. Like there's one that's like obliterate three minions, pretty much like the dark hole in Yu-Gi-Oh, Wrath of God and Magic. Destroy all minions. You couldn't do it to a boss, but uh, when you do that, it's like five battle cooldown. You could switch the cards out. There's like forty five cards, but. Uh, that definitely adds some variation to a lot of the battles because it gets repetitive, but there's enough weirdness that I enjoyed it. It's only nine hours, so it's, you know, yeah, it's not like it's forty hours of that same shit. Uh, that was one of the two games I beat this week. The other one, there's really nothing to talk about. Abzu. You know what Abzu is? It's essentially a deep sea diving simulator of sorts, uh, but like artsy. I think the things I was most impressed by. Besides the fact that it's like, look at me riding this dolphin, but in a video game. And uh, There's a thing they do where you have like this relationship with this great white shark. That Like, the arc of the great white shark in this like two and a half, three hour game, uh, your relationship with it is honestly very good. <laughs> it's, Will you define relationship? Can't, uh, I'll tell you the beginning of it, how it starts. Uh, so... Are you fucking a shark is really what I'm getting at, Dan. No, no. <laughs> so you, fi- you can find these little um, these little robots. Think about the robot that helped Robin Williams and Flubber. You can find these little robots. Yeah, baby. Took me a second, sorry. Uh, that, like, sometimes they kinda, they're not incorporated super well, but sometimes they can, like, get rid of rocks that are in your way and certain, like, puzzle things. And you can find... You can have more than one with you. They also produce light, so that's helpful. But the first one you get... Before you realize you're gonna get multiple ones of these robots, the great white just fucking pops up, eats, and then swims away so fast that you couldn't follow it if you wanted to. Uh, and there's some other things where it treats it as scary, and then about an hour into the game, you find 
you don't have the same great white it is uh, a great white trapped under rocks and you like save it and then it's just like real interesting from there my favorite thing they did as far as me being a deep sea diver in a video game and then we can finally finish this week in gaming is that they recreated uh, pretty much a school of fish being like forced into a ball by like predator fish and it was swordfish mostly but there were some maybe like reef sharks and other stuff you can focus on these things and figure out exactly what they are but uh, but the fact that I could like just go inside that school of fish big circle of like panicking fish which is really well done and just like watch as they slowly like get like AI reacting to AI yeah. you know it was super interesting and it was just like a big flurry of fish anytime they anytime they wanted to impress you in Abzu where it's just like look at all these creatures like they could do it <laughs> like it, that was super well done Abzu deep sea diving Two hours long. And you could take longer than two. I probably took like almost three. You could easily spend six hours slow playing, finding all the shells, and just like really uh, deep diving in. Oh, deep diving in the game. (laughs) This week in gaming, we're so deep already. This week in gaming took forever. Are you ready for something else? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's next, Dan? We're going to go a little thing we did two weeks ago when we talked about ten different overshadowed games. Uh, A special little segment where I'm going to show you some E3 gameplay footage. Whatever the game I'm bringing up, there are ten games I'm about to show you. Uh, I'm going to show you a little E3 gameplay trailer, maybe CG trailer, maybe just a little E3 teaser, whatever they released, mixed with a very small and maybe hilarious blurb from that developer's website about the game. And I'm not here to ask you, Roger, if you're going to buy this game. I am not asking you if you're going to play it day one or even play it at all. From a base level, Roger, and Nicholas Cartier, veteran of this game, I am going to ask you, are you in? On the concept of what's being put in front of you, are you in? And you know what you got to say, Roger. If you're not in. I'm out? And that's not I'm out. Cartier, you understand the rules? <laughs> All day, baby. <laughs> You've already been through this once before. All right, let's, 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 let's do some things here. Let's do some things. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you in? So, something that was maybe overshadowed, but Ubisoft ended with it, is Gods and Monsters... Gods and monsters play a storybook adventure about a forgotten hero on a quest to save the Greek gods. From the AC Odyssey team, the internet says Ubisoft is doing Breath of the Wild. Coming up February 25th, 2020, my question for you, gods and monsters, are you in? Have you guys seen this before you say I'm I, in? Yeah, I, 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 you want to know what's bad? You're, you're, this is a great... This is this this is a perfect game for this segment. Yeah, I know I'm really good at segments. Uh, like because one, I absolutely forgot this existed. Sure. Uh, and two, I'm in. I might even I seriously will buy this. Yeah, I'm in on it. Uh, this looks Double really in? interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it quite is from from that little short trailer. I can agree with that. Uh, I also like, don't know what it quite is. But it 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 almost looks like the same. Basic ideas, like here's the thing. I know this is not what it is, but it reminds me of the art style of Maximo. I don't know if any of you guys remember that no, PlayStation I do not Two know. game, uh, but like it was like a, 
it was like a platforming action game. And I could kind of see this as like, I don't know, I don't know what this is, but the art style is interesting. Yeah, I can see the, I, I can see why people get the Breath of the Wild impression, but I really do not think that it's especially with that camera shot. <laughs> yeah, it's the same there. Uh, Cartier, what is it that makes you in? It just looks cool. Okay, that's good enough for me. I, yeah. I too am in. Uh, <laughs> three way in on this one. Honestly. Uh, Although, obviously, I want to see more. We all probably want to see more. Yeah, I, I, I need to see more before I'm going to be like, I'm absolutely buying that. But, like, that is... Uh, it, You're in. Yeah, I think... I, I, I'm, in. I'm in. I think that's a, that's a super interesting game. Uh, for those who, who haven't seen, there's a weird, like... I'm sure there's a name for it, like, bird... Uh, person thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that comes down attacks, and then there's, like, a double jump, it almost looks like. What well, even is this? Or, or or a jump and a spin with a jab, a sword jab is great. Right. Good shit. I hope I hope that's in, or I hope that's in, in, uh, indicative of combat. No, for sure. Uh, game number <laughs> game number two. Uh, let me tell you, I immediately recognize what this is, and I'm in. We're all in on Gods and Monsters AC Odyssey. Also, yeah, feel free to interrupt me in the middle if you yeah. know you're in or know you're out. Feel free to interrupt me. Steve Carley loved that. Just role. just wa- fucking loved it. Uh, this was this was seriously the only indie game that like stuck in my mind. And, and I am in. We're talking about Carry On. Carry On, a reverse horror game in which you assume the role of an amorphous creature of unknown origins, stalking and consuming those that imprisoned you. From it was at the Devolver press conference. Uh, it's coming out in 2020, and it seems like you're a big pile of goop. A big, monstrous goop. Uh, it reminds me of like a mix between like the blob and the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and something worse. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I love bloody and gory <laughs> and <laughs> so nasty, good. and you're going around really quickly. Like, it's, it, the thing moves fast. Uh, obviously, the thing seems to be damaging you. There's a dude with a flamethrower, uh, but like... I did see uh, there's like points that are stealthy. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. Oh. yeah well, no. There's the like points are stealthy. There yeah. are stealth areas. Uh, there's also seems to be. Uh, I watched something else on it uh, where there's like a uh, like growth points almost. Interest. Oh, where you uh, get a little bigger. Yeah. The question is though, Cartier, are you in? Yeah, it looks cool. I enjoy it. I, um, looks gross. But... It does look gross. <laughs> I will say. You're really just like a blood octopus. Yeah. Blood octopus is a very accurate description. So you guys are both in. I gotta say, there's a lot of Devolver games that come and go. And I'm like, oh, I'll play that. And then sometimes I never do. But I can tell you for sure, I am in. Carry on. Uh, no official date, 2020. Triple, triple the love. Triple the in. What an ugly boy. Look at that ugly fucking boy. The next boy. Phoenix Point is the new strategy game from the, from the creator of the original XCOM series. It features turn-based tactics and world-based strategy in a fight against a terrifying alien menace. September 3rd, 2019. Do you guys remember Phoenix Point? No. No. Still don't remember it, and I watched all of E3. <laughs> Feel free to watch this a little more. And then you let me know. Is it just a CG trailer? Yes. I thought you'd be like, is it just Alien XCOM? I'm like, I don't even know if Alien's are <laughs> in XCOM. XCOM is Aliens. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Uh, Never got that far. 
Or lizard people, at least. Dan Allen, are you in? I mean... I have no problem with Master Chief, but... Really? I was gonna make a Gears joke. <laughs> It'll be like, Gears 5 looks alright. Just joking, I gotta be careful. I can't... I gotta be realistic with me, my actual love of strategy things. Like, it doesn't always hit, and I know the makers of the game that was, like, too much for me. <laughs> like, uh, XCOM 2, I could not I, do I it. I can pretty confidently say I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, I also I'm, I'm out for this one. Uh, and for the record, it has nothing to do with the CG trailer. I have no issues with CG trailers like many people do. Sure. Uh, I just... Listen, I've done enough Space Marines. Uh, I've done <laughs> enough Space Marines. Sure. sure, sure, sure. You, you gotta, if you're going to be doing Space Marines, I need something You need more. that David Cage twist as well. <laughs> I think that, uh, that's the trigger for the fourth game. <laughs> From the creators of the multi-award-winning Ori in the Blind Forest comes the highly anticipated sequel, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I in. This must not be official because it looks like I wrote it. Beautiful Metroidvania boy with giant glowing boys and an owl. I, that's definitely not official. I said that. Uh, still in. Wow, he looks cool. Next week in gaming, hopefully I've played. I have the first Ori on this PC now. Is this the, is this his whole trailer? Because if Cartier hasn't seen this, I need him to see this. I haven't seen this. Oh, sick! Yeah, it's like kind of like a boss trailer. Yeah, let's watch this. Um, I'm also hard in for. I remember that part of Anthem. Was that the first, second, yeah. or third part of Anthem, Cartier? The third part. A little joke about how there's not a lot to Anthem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This may be the single most beautiful video game that has ever existed. <laughs> like, it did get delayed. Which we, fine. Which will surely affect my fantasy critic. Uh, it looks like Stitch. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. I can see that. Um, or yeah, yeah. The question is, where is his buddy? Yeah. Is he going to go save his buddy in this game? Hard to say. I'm excited to play the first one. Because every time I see this shit, I'm like, oh man. Uh... So are we all hard in? Cartier, are you in? Look at the owl boy. It's... Yeah, it's cute. I'm in. It's, it's, it's honestly very it, cute. Seriously, I really don't... I've never seen a game that looks like that. Sure. I'd, it, it's so freaking impressive. It's maybe the prettiest 2D game I've ever seen, for sure. It's the prettiest game I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, by... And what's sad Take is... Take that, Wadham. It's like Whoa. not even... It's not even close... Like, it's not even a little bit close. It's like Ori and then Witcher 3 for you. No, no. Next Let's game. Not, yeah, fine. <laughs> We're all in. If we can skip the Witcher talk, we can move on. <laughs> Skatebird can't fly, but on a board, they soar. Skatebird is coming. This had to have been at the kind of funny game showcase. Definitely. Right? In theory, at 2019, I don't know if it's coming in 2019... But this is the official Kickstarter announcement. They then hit the Kickstarter goal, which was only like twenty thousand. You know, you know, I'm in on it. Think about a bird with so, a tech deck doing Tony Hawk. So shit. can I can I ask you two different questions here? Yes. Am, am I supposed to judge in or out based on the trailer, or in or out of the information you just gave me? 
Uh, every I, all of it. Out. Yeah. What the Kickstarter thing? It's only twenty thousand. Yeah. Okay. With before that, were you in? Uh, I was interested. Okay. Well, uh, it, before it, you I say in and out, I have one more piece of information yeah. for you. I've played the alpha to this. Out. It's not great. It's out. You didn't. You didn't like it just because I played the alpha? You no. immediately were out? So no, have- I was out the second you said the Kickstarter was looking for 20... 20- this game is never coming out. I'm, uh... Wait, I'm, why you say that? I'm, I'm in on it. I think that, uh... From what you told me, that I probably won't like the mechanics and I'll probably never play this game. I think it's just rough. It's early on. But give me a game where it plays exactly like Skate 3. <laughs> but a bird. But it's a bird. Yeah. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna play. Listen, at this point, I have been. <laughs> What's the opposite of spoiled? On, on something, uh, I I, I will not play a Kickstarter game. That's fair. Without without having, without having, some reviews come out and go, oh my god, look at this thing. I'm I'm in on the concept, you know, re revitalize the skate genre so we can get like another yeah, skate game. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the concept's interesting. This trailer doesn't look bad. But, like, first thing, it doesn't... You don't make a video game for $20,000. Period. Do you finish a video game for $20,000 if you've been doing it by yourself? No. You don't think so? No. Why do you say that? Unless, unless you're taking 12 years. <laughs> what, if, what if you're just taking many years? As I said, it, listen, if you want to talk about 10 years of your spare time, you might be able to make something kind of like this. Maybe. But video games are hard. When people, and it's, it's a known thing, when people put up stuff on Kickstarter for $20,000, they're not actually expecting to get $20,000. They're expecting to get $100,000 and praying that people see twenty and donate because it's a low goal. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think this game will be fine. It's going to be what it is. <laughs> Can we make a side bet here? Uh, yeah, about what I'm interested. If about this, what, if this, this game raised bets. less, if this game raised less than fifty thousand dollars, this game does not come out in the next three years. Um, your bet is if it raised less than fifty thousand, which I think it did, that it won't be out in the next three years. So if Skatebird comes out in the next three years, you would be. I will um, play through this game. Oh, you think you get to set your own stakes? Sure, unless you want to set them. I definitely, I definitely, because obviously it's like. Can I set your guys' stakes? Yeah. You definitely can, just because, I mean, it's got to be stakes, because you're pretty much being like, you got to take these moments with Roger. When he says something real ridiculous, you're like, three years, Roger? Yeah, because I actually, I, I almost said never. This game's out 2020 latest. We'll see. What's the stakes, Cartier? Honestly, I was going to put your guys' belts on the line for it. It could be years. I mean, that's fine. If no, not not. It's not fast enough. Roger. If this isn't out by January first, twenty twenty, you not only can be in the Lit Mit Fantasy uh, Critic League, you get first choice. Oh my God, Dan! Yes. Yes. But if it comes out, you know what? You can name anything. Anything. <laughs> Any. Don't get me wrong, I didn't want to make it 2019 that soon, but I wanted to make it in time for Fantasy Critic to begin, which is the beginning of January. Yeah. Uh, so, you can name anything? Whoa. 
Uh, well, let me think. First pick, fantasy critic. It's pretty big. Um, <laughs> Roger, you'd probably need to. Buy me a large milkshake. Is how, that about, even? how about I buy everyone at Litmit Media dinner one day? No, that's too much money. Like, I will go to a steakhouse. I am so positive. Do we put it online, Cartier? I'm not the only one in the Steak He's dinner. I, I enjoy steak. I'm that's all I'm Steak dinner. Steakhouse. I'm, I'm not going to talk us out of a steak dinner early. We'll skateboard come out. It says you said January first, twenty twenty. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Steam, for the record, Steam page is twenty nineteen. I don't believe it, but I do. Well, considering this, this trailer says twenty twenty, does it really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we didn't shake on it, Roger. Regardless, I do think he should be in the fantasy critic, though. Right, but not first oh. pick. Whoa, this not is first pick. That's... Things have broken. I was about to say, I was like, Dan, you are you are taking one day out of a year that they say they're going to come out. <laughs> it does though. Now I'm like double checking this trailer, making sure they say 2020. Because no, I was does. in on this bet. I'm so sad we don't get to bet now. So are you not in on Skatebird then? I mean, I've told you I'm out. But. What a, <laughs> Roger, I don't like to say this, but what a coward. <laughs> Relive the story of Goku in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Beyond the epic battles, experience life in the Dragon Ball Z world as you fight, fish, eat, and train with Goku. Explore the new areas and adventures as you advance through the story and form powerful bonds with other heroes from the Dragon Ball Z universe. Out. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot will be out you know early weird? 2020. You know what's weird? Roger, are you in? I think I'm out and might buy it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I accept that. I, 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 no, that makes sense. I'm out and don't want to buy it, but I'm just like... It's, probably probably going to. This is going to be one of the... It's not day one. It's going to be It's going to be one of those purchases where I'm like, fine. This could be day one for me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in not, obviously. I'm down to You're play... In? Like, there's, like, 30 games out right now on Dragon Ball Z that I can play the same fucking story. You know I'm in. Yeah, I knew I did know. <laughs> See, that's you my know? problem, man. That's my only issue with it, is I'm sitting here and I'm going, it looks so good, looks and at the right. same time, I'm like, how, is there any property, any property, known to man, that has been done more times than fucking Dragon Ball than, Z? Than very specifically the... the if nothing else, the start to the end of the Frieza saga. Oh but I mean, really, you could go to the start to the end of the Boo saga and still be accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I just, I, if I do buy it, I'm gonna hate myself for it, and that's not a good thing. I'm gonna buy it and be like, ah, oh, I'm doing you, it again. What are you looking for this one to do? What are you looking for Kakarot to do specifically? Um, well, the, <laughs> a cool mechanic that they showed is uh, Goku fishing. Or he, he yeah, I didn't know that till I read it. He takes a tail, he takes a Saiyan tail, and he sticks it up his butt, and then he just goes fishing. Oh my god! Like how he does in like original Dragon Ball. Really? Yeah, that's real. Oh my! He doesn't like stick it up his butt, but it's like you know he does. How else does it? Wait, happen? in this trailer, this no, happens? not in this trailer. Oh, I, I will find this for you. This will be a side trailer for that. Uh. Goku fishing. 
I will say this. There's one Dragon Ball game that I could ever be hyped for. And that is as if sometime, somewhere... Don't say it. I'm going to say it. Don't somebody say it. announces... Three, two, no. something with a sequel. What is it? It's a four, sir. Son of a fucking... Uh, <laughs> Budokai, Tenchikai, four. I want it. You mean Tenchikai? Boom. He really just does attach that tail, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. And it's just a fishing minigame. Freeze and I'm looking forward to that. That's legitimately interesting. So <laughs> I wasn't I I wasn't expecting that. You know, I I enjoy fishing mechanics and games. Give me a Dragon Ball Z game with I really do. You want to it's, it's so stupid because I really do enjoy most fishing minigames. Exactly. But no, I'm definitely in on this. It's it looks decent. I kinda wish they went the art style of um fighters, because I really sure. I really enjoyed that. It was a really good throwback to um like the manga. Mm-hmm. Unquestionably in Cartier. I mean, I'll, well, probably, I I'll probably buy it. Can, can we get a black at black bass? Two. <laughs> <That was laughs> black the bass. Se- the seventh game from Thunder Lotus oh, Games. Shit. You're gonna get me on a fishing game then. Spirit Fairer is a cozy management game about dying. As ferry master to the deceased, build a boat to explore the world, to care for your spirit friends, and guide them across mystical seas to finally release them into the afterlife. Coming out 2020, Spirit Fairer was at the Xbox press conference. Also, there's a reindeer. <laughs> I might be down with this. It's a weird one, but it's one that definitely easily overshadowed, but uh, memorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to note one thing. Yeah. This trailer has given me zero indication of what you just told me. Uh, uh, oh, there it is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. It, I really jumped to the chase with, with the blurbs. Even even then, even then, watching this trailer, I still wouldn't realize that's what's going on. So what, are you finding certain places that these people need to go to the afterlife? Sure, I think you maybe find them out, out in the world and then... Who knows? I, I, I can imagine it's pretty linear. Yeah, who constellations? knows? Hard to say. Spirit Farah. Uh, yeah, no, this is... I'm in. I'm in! Roger, are you in? You're yeah, in. I'm in. Can I Car- give a hard maybe? Cartier, you're maybe in. Yeah, I accept the maybe. That's the half in, half out. Uh, I can't say I'm going to play it 100%. I can't even pretend. There's too many indie games in life. But I will say... I'd say, I, I'd say just the tip. I'm in. Dude, just the tip. Freaking number eight from the Ubisoft press conference. Skate your way to victory. Advance through the ranks as you rise from street to stadium. Winning matches and gaining fans on your way to roller champion fame. It's roller champion. Feel the thrill. Hard out. Rushing down the track. Hard out. Never had a chance. Weaving between opponents and slamming goals in this electrifying derby inspired game. The arena awaits you. Roger, you're already out. So is it like Roller Derby, like Rocket League? Rocket yes. League Roller Derby is exactly how it is in my head right now, at least. Uh, hard out for two reasons. One, I work at a roller rink. Whoa. Two... <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's the second one? Uh, two, uh, it looks like another... Uh, listen, anytime you're telling me it's like a weird like internet competitive game, I'm just out. Are you afraid it's esports? Are you afraid it's going to have esports? I, they're going to try to push it as esports, yeah. Better believe they fucking yeah. will. I, I hate that line. You have the blurb? Was the I, blurb mentioned esports? Because I feel like the blurb is going to be... It doesn't, but I get the feeling that, you know, there's going to be a Roller Champions League, at least. 
doesn't mean it's going to necessarily be... They're going to try. Yeah, They're yeah. going to try real hard. Kirk, are you in? Mm, no. Also, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm hard... Are you out? Yeah, I I'm think out. I'm hard out with anything that makes me think of Fortnite. It does make me think and of Fortnite. And it makes me think of Fortnite. Not because there's any like similarity in anything but art style, but I'm just like, I hate... I, I deep, deep-seated like hatred. I'm going to make the ultimate game where it's just like Rocket League, except for... Instead of just being race cars, like, race cars that build. Well, <laughs> I'm going to make a game like Rocket League where instead of a car, you're like a person. The soccer. It's called football. Sorry. <laughs> is that a callback to earlier? Thing? Yeah, I think it's even uh, unintentionally it is. An aggressive one. Uh, <laughs> I'm, we only got two games left. Uh, I'm also out for Roller Champions. I'll give it a try, though. But I can't say I'm in Is it free? Concert. I think it's going to be free to play. It's a, it was in alpha for a little bit, but when I tried to get in, I did try to try it. I tried to try it. Got like uh, a baseball glove. The alpha's already closed. They all have baseball glove. Oh, they all have... Would you say it's a baseball glove or like a hockey glove? Because hers looks more like Hard a hockey to say, glove. dude. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a glove. The ninth game. It's a glove. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Find the Infinity Stones before Thanos and The Black Order do... I feel like this is not overshadowed. That said... July 9th... Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> July 19th, 2019. That's close, boys. Yeah, it's like a couple weeks. Before you say anything, I'm letting you know I'm in because I have to be because D'Angelo's in and I'm going to co-op that boy with him. Yeah. So I'm playing this in like two weeks. Nice. I think, I think I'm going to be in. I've been, I've been thinking about buying this game, maybe. I don't I don't want to seem like... like I'm out what with the different you reasons. Seem, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, ready. I'm out just because I'm not a big fan of Ultimate Alliance games. I played two. I played uh, some of two with the Amazon. They're, they're, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm not out because I think it's going to be a bad game. I'm not out because like it looks bad. I'm out because this is just not my style of game. And uh, I'm kind of burnt out on superheroes in general at this point. Uh, I don't think you could do a superhero game that I was interested in. Um, so, as I said, I'm just... It's out. <laughs> you lack... The creativity to think of a video game with superheroes that you'd be in. I feel like you could, you could bring Roger in. No. On a really weird nothing. I don't. No, I just don't. I'm not interested in superheroes anymore. What man. if it's not Marvel or DC? What? What? I get, like his things like what? Okay, yeah. let me think about. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of like its own thing. See, here, here's the problem. Would you play a Watchmen game? No. What about, what about a new Infamous game? No. I, I, that's weird. I kind of thought about Infamous for a second. No, because I didn't really give Infamous either. But same thing though. It's like it's really it's, superheroes in general are gonna be hard because almost by definition, and this is not one hundred percent true, but almost by definition, superheroes are going to be one or two things. It's going to be a the singular, like very much good v evil trope, uh, or, or b not evil, or b it's going to it's going to try to subvert that trope in a way that they think is interesting, but superheroes have been s done for so long that you can't... Subverting the trope in and of itself is its own trope. So you're telling me that if I brought over Lego The Incredibles, you would not play? No! I, first <laughs> off, I hate Lego games, too, so, like... Uh, no, I can't think of any, like, superhero games like, to pitch at you, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm just not... New Beautiful Joe, you don't give a fuck. No. Okay, I was making sure. No, I just... You've I, made some general comments that don't sit well with me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not... I, I'm no longer well, into not, superheroes. I've, Marvel killed it. It's not It's not that you're not into superheroes, it's that you don't yeah, think they're... That's fair. 
No, I'm at a point where I'm no longer into superheroes. Right. I legitimately, I told myself, I made a decision. There was a mental decision I made. I'm going to go see Infinity War, and then I am done. And I won't play the Hellboy RPG that's coming out. No, definitely not. That gives me terrible. There's nothing you can do to save that game. That's not even. That's not even superheroes. That's a, it, the Hellboy game is going to be terrible. There is no Hellboy game. But okay. Rod, you son of a bitch! How dare you talk shit about a fictitious Hellboy? Game. See, I didn't even know that. I just knew. I'm like, if they're doing a Hellboy game, so it's going to be bad. So safe to say, you're in on Marvel Ultimate Alliance Out. Three. Uh, the Out. final game that got overshadowed. You. What about the Fractured Bubble Two? Sure, but that's because it's South Park. You biscuit. The final game that was overshadowed. <sighs> this is the hardest one for me. Also, so not overshadowed. Elden Ring. The blurb I have for Elden Ring is Elden Ring. A new world created by Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin, sure. But Elden Ring from From Software. I doubt you could even imagine it. <laughs> Game of hands. Game of arms. Have you seen this? Okay, cool. Uh... I don't... I don't know. This is the hardest one for me so far. It's the final one. Um, and it's 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 clashed by two different things, Dan. You're like, I love that they put attached an arm. Uh, no, it's that I have... Trick arm. Bloodborne is either the one or two spot in my favorite games of all time. Uh, and Sekiro is one of my most hated games of all time. <laughs> sure, sure. So, like, I don't know what to expect from this. Wait... Look up at the sky. It burns! <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks super interesting. Uh, this is one of those ones where I feel like a CG trailer hurt it. Okay. Because uh, without seeing... I know what to expect from a FromSoft game. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, they said this is kind of uh, an open world Dark Souls. Here's the thing. I thought Dark Souls was okay. Yeah. Uh... I don't know if you... I will, I'd probably get it if it's like Dark Souls, but, like, I don't know. I don't know, because I said my, my deep-seated hatred for what Sekiro ended up being. Yeah. Uh, and so many people are going to disagree with me on that. That's fine. It's just a game that I could not enjoy. It is frustrating. Uh, I did not find Dark Souls frustrating. I did not find Bloodborne frustrating. Sekiro, I found unplayable. But, and but are you in? I don't know. I don't know. Cartier. I think at this very moment, if you're asking me if I'm in, no, I'm not in. Not in. You're out. Yet. No, you're out. Yeah, fine. I'm out right now. All right. Yeah. But if but but maybe at a later time, I'm going to change that opinion because 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 we grow as human beings. Yeah. Well, also, if I seen literally ten seconds of gameplay out of this. I could give you a more definitive answer. Yeah. But, like, as of right now... Listen, this looks interesting. I will go on YouTube and watch a freaking Vati video uh, analysis of of this game when it comes out. Uh, but I don't know if, uh, if I'm in or not, because the lore is always super interesting for these games. 
the gameplay, I have been 50-50 on. So, so I heard for I heard the only thing that George R. R. Martin is doing for this is the lore. Like yeah. he's not doing anything like storyline wise. Yeah, just which like is, he's created it, the lore for it. And, and, and which that's is fine. neat. It's neat. Uh, is it? I like. It looks cool. It does. But. But I just don't know what it's gonna be. I just don't know what it's gonna be. Those games are so divisive for me that I'm just. I just. I don't know what that is. Uh, it burns. Dwarf? It's, it's not Ganondorf. Uh, <laughs> it's not It's not the green guy with the red hair. Whoa. Who uh, uses from Street Fighter? Yeah. He uses uh, the electricity. What's that guy's name? Uh, Blanca. 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 Mm-hmm. You sure it's not Blanca? We it might, can't. It might be. It was, <laughs> thinking about it, that looked a lot like Blanca. Like a golden-hued Blanca. Yeah. Are uh, you in, Cartier? No, I'm fucking out. Like, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still trying to chip away at Sakura to try and figure that game I out. I saw you go and play I will say too. that I, I am 100% serious. As I said, my hate for Sakura is a personal issue. It is not a problem in the game. I would love to shake the hand of somebody who has beaten Sakura. Benny, Benny beat it. Buddy Benny. Really? Yeah. I, and, and just for the people at home who are like angry about what I have said here, I want to state, it's not that I didn't give Sekiro a chance. No. All right, I was not one of those people who like picked it up and was like, "This is too hard." I was ready to put in the time. I put thirty hours into that game. All right, but every single time I got to a boss, all right, not with with the exception of the first, with what I guess should have been the first actual boss, which is Genichiro Asugi, whatever that guy's name is. He screams it at you. All right, uh, who I beat first try. Every other mini boss and boss. Beat took me my ass. Yeah, bad. Took me two, three hours of running over back over and over and over and over again. And it and I never felt like I beat the boss because I got better at the game. Yeah. I felt that I beat the boss because I got lucky. You found a way to cheese it. Yeah, I cheesed it. Uh the only, in fact the only boss that I felt like I beat I actually beat because I got better at it was Lady Butterfly. Uh and that's only because I looked up a video and realized that you can basically cheese the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. But that did teach me how they wanted me to play the game. Exactly. But like, like you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say for me, I uh, yeah. uh, I bought the game. I played it for a little while. And I couldn't fucking beat like the first motherfucker with a big sword who was coming at me. Yeah. But I played that for probably a couple hours, and I let Dan borrow it for a couple weeks. And then I just got it back I the other day. And said, I, so I, finally, I finally got the um, prosthetic arm, and that's where I'm at. Yeah. And I haven't put it in. So I, said, I, I, I got... It got to a point where, like, every single mini-boss... After I beat... After I beat the Ashikiro guy, who's supposed to be the first boss, when I fought to second, I had a little bit of, like, a, maybe a two-hour time frame where I felt like I was continuously making pro- progress. And then it was literally, like, every single time I got to a mini-boss, which is, like, every ten minutes... I'm spending two to four hours grinding away at this, and every time it's me getting lucky or cheesing something, and there was no sense of accomplishment. I didn't feel like I, like I got, like I, like I beat that that monster. I feel like I s- kind of skidded by, and finally I got to a, a, a boss called the Corrupted Monk, and went, you know what? I haven't enjoyed any of the last five <laughs> days of my life. Nothing I have done in the last five days of my life has been enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, and it's because you have two options. Parry, uh, which is... People are like, oh, it's, it, it's so... Uh, what's, the, what's the word for it? L- uh, le- le- uh, uh, when you have a lot of time to do a thing. 
You got giving. It's very forgiving. You, you got like the Perry timing. So forgiving. All right. And then I hear those same people bitch about like Perry timing in Bloodborne. And I'm like, in Bloodborne, you have a full second to Perry things Roger, most of the time. I'm, I got to point this out to you. Yeah. Uh, you've been triggered so hard. Oh, I'm sorry. I just <laughs> my. What Bad. are we talking about? Sorry. <laughs> really? <laughs> My bad. This is the Sekiro second. Yeah. So, you, so you're not in for Elder <laughs> Not at the moment, no. Oh, boy. Woo, that sums up Are You In? That was oh. <laughs> the end of that segment. Uh, I um, forgot. We have a closer this week. We have some business to take care of. Sorry to cut you off. But before we, before we even get into the actual closer, I do want to hit the plugs. I want to thank everyone for listening. Because we just have a, a real quick, <laughs> a real quick closer. I feel like I do this every time I'm on your podcast. Like I'm something comes up and then it's good content, dude. Uh, uh, Litmitmedia.fireside.fm is where you can find the whole backlog. Otherwise, however you're listening now, wherever you can find podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Open FM, Last FM. I don't know. Uh, App, the, the Apple Store, the Google Play Store. Google Music. Is it Castro? Castro.fm. Uh, Overcast. All those great places. Oh, from litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Uh, you can also find all our other social links. L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A. That's how you spell litmitmedia. On Twitter and on Facebook. The whole kit and caboodle. If you have any uh, fan art of or like videos of you beating Sekiro you want to send in, maybe it'll help Roger uh, so we can watch it and, you know... <laughs> It's the first the game, game in probably 10 years that I bought. <laughs> it was $60 and I did not finish. It's real. Wow, yeah, that's rough. Like, uh, you ever finish Andromeda? Yeah. Oh, good uh, Yes, I, Honestly, good I for beat you. games. Oh, God. All right. It, so salty. It's like a scar in my heart. <laughs> it's never going to go any, away. Any fan art of the veins it is, it is in Roger's head busted. <laughs> what? Is the dragon rod of your gaming career? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's a wound. It's a wound that will not heal. With that being said, uh, we actually have a very special closer this week. Um, so you might have heard. Um, you might have heard early on the podcast. Uh, well, you might have heard earlier in the podcast. Roger's a guy that likes to make a lot of bets. Uh, he sees openings for bets. And there's a certain bet that took place on this podcast that I feel like I owe it to the listeners to give some closure to. Um, there were no stakes. No stakes on this bet. Roger, Nick, you might remember this. Was there no stakes? I thought I would dress up as a Pikachu or no, something. No, we never... Cartier. We never, we never like a that. gentleman said, no stakes. I remember that. But it was about the status of Pokemon Let's Go, actually by the end of 2019, and, and the sales of that game. <laughs> uh, with... Uh, Splitting in half, we're out, I think we were talking about maybe uh, Let's Go Pikachu specifically. We picked one. Roger said it would be more like 3.5 million. Cartier said it would be more like 5 million. You know, like a successful Pokemon would do. <laughs> uh, we're not at the end of 2019, Roger. We're not. And I'm not trying to rub this in in case you're like, damn, oh, no. Dan is drawing no, this out. You, I bring it up I, for a reason. I admit my wrongness. I bring it up for a reason. Uh, there are no stakes to this bet, but I feel like everyone needs closure, so Roger Riot, the closer this week, I only need one thing from you. I just need you to acknowledge it. 
Acknowledge that you've lost this bet with Nicholas Cartier. Not only have I lost this bet, I was humiliated. <laughs> okay. Um, I this I'm ashamed of myself. Uh, yeah, I'm ashamed of my words and deeds. And uh, no, I I lost this bet in a way that I did not foresee. And you want to know what? I'll also go out on and go a little bit farther and say, <laughs> "Let's go" is not a bad video game. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, it is. It is. It from everything that I have read and seen, this it is legit. It deserves its spot. I am sorry. <laughs> and it's a main game. Have a great day. Yeah. Carl.